Today's daf is Gitin daf Peites, and we are eight lines from the bottom of daf Peches Omidbeis, the Mishnah. Today's daf is being learned as a schus refuah shalema for Tinaik Gavriel Yonason ben Adina Tova and Leilu Nishmas Yeshaya Naftali Herz ben Aharon. So two dafin and counting. Today's daf. The topic of it is going to discuss rumors in halacha. Now, over the years, we've mentioned that a few times. And it's because the idea and the sugya of how to treat rumors is something that comes up very, very often. Today's daf is exclusively related to this topic, specifically as it relates to a rumor, a coil, that somebody is married, that somebody is divorced, etc., etc. Mishnah. If there's a rumor about a certain woman who lives in the city, that she's Mikudeshes, that she's married, Hareza Mikudeshes, we have to treat her as if she's married. Mikudeshes, if there's a rumor that a certain woman that last we knew was married, but people are now saying that she's divorced, we treat her as if she's migureshes, says the Mishnah, that although this is true, you have to read the not such fine print. It's in the Mishnah. And that is the only time we're going to accept this rumor that she's Mikudeshes, or we're going to accept this rumor that she's Mikudeshes, is if there's no Amasla. So what is an Amasla? Says the Mishnah, Ezoihi Amasla, Giresh Ish Plenius Ishtoi Al So there's a rumor that this woman is Mikudeshes. But at the same time, people are saying that the Gerishin that happened, happened Al in that case, we're not going to blindly assume that this woman is Megureshes, because being that it happened Allah Tanai, Shemaloy Neskaim Atanai. Maybe the Tanai wasn't Neskaim. So once there's any little bit of a quote unquote Amasla, any reason to believe that despite the fact that people are saying she's Megureshes, but maybe she's really not Megureshes, so in that instance, we're not going to just unequivocally assume that she's Megureshes. Additionally, if there was a rumor that spread that this woman was Mikudeshes, however, the rumor came along with the following Amasla that said that at the time that the husband was Mikadesh, this Isha, so he threw the Kedushin, whether it was a Shtar, whether it was Kasef, and Safek Karavla, Safek Karavla, there's a little bit of a question. We weren't 100% sure if, in fact, the Kedushin was closer to her. As a result, she would be Mikudeshes. So again, Zohi Amasla, this is an example of an Amasla. So although there is on some level a rumor that she's Mekudeshes, but to the extent that there isn't a Masla attached to it, in that instance, we're not necessarily going to assume that she's Mekudeshes. So the Mishnah is very straightforward. The Mishnah says, Yotza Shema Be'ir Mekudeshes, Hareza Mekudeshes. Megureshes, Hareza Mekudeshes. There's a rumor that this woman, last we knew, was not married, is suddenly married, Mekudeshes. There's a rumor about a woman that last we knew was Mekudeshes, that now she's Megureshes, Hareza Mekudeshes. However, if there's an amasla, if there's any reason to believe based on any additional information that came along with the rumor that maybe she's not Mikudashas, maybe she's not Mikudashas, the Gerushin was a Latanai, maybe the Tanai wasn't a Skyim. The Kedushin was a 
a little bit questionable. It was a suffer car of law, suffer car of law. So that, of course, would be enough to completely debase the rumor. And in that instance, this is not something that you would have to worry about. So the daf is going to be a, a longish daf that's going to discuss a whole bunch of different dinim that relate directly or indirectly to the halach of the Mishnah. But the Gemara begins with a question just to understand Pashup Shan and the Mishnah. The Mishnah said, Yatza Shema Be'ir Mikudeshes, Hareza Mikudeshes. Migureshes, Harezu Migureshes. So the Teresh of Peffers. What does it mean that there's a rumor about this woman that she's Migureshes? We assume that she's Migureshes. The Gemara assumes it can't mean what it sounds like it means. So you have a woman, she's married, she has a family. Now all of a sudden people are starting to whisper that this woman is divorced. Harezu Migureshes? As if to say a coil, a rumor is enough to take this woman who's becheskas eshesish and allow us to suddenly treat her as if she's not married, can't be. Because even if we accept rumors, we have to get this out there right at the onset of the sugya. We're only going to accept a rumor lechumra. There's no way we're going to accept a rumor lekula. So to say that a woman that's becheskas penuya should be treated as if she's mikudeshes based on a rumor, yeah, that has merit to it. But to take a woman that's becheskas mikudeshes and to treat her as if she's a penuya, as if she's a megureshes based on a rumor, that's completely illogical. So that can't be what the Mishnah means. So what then does the Mishnah mean? Presumably it means something else. What it means is that we're going to assume a woman is Megureshes if there's a rumor that says she's Megureshes when her being a Grusha is a Chumrah. And the example for that would be if she was married to a Kayan. So a Kayan is not allowed to marry a Grusha. So what would be if you have a Kayan who's married to a woman and now all of a sudden there's a cult that says this woman is Megureshes. Oh, the year where there's a Tzad Chumrah in the fact that She's Migureshes. Because now she can't stay with her husband. Because now all of a sudden her husband is living with a Grusha. That's where it'd be Nagay. So it's Pasha to the Gemara that that's the case. But the Gemara picks up after already knowing that. So the Teresh of Alpeh is what we spoke out. Now that we know that for sure that's the case of the Mishnah. Because the other is completely untenable. Freak the Gemara Kashavas. Gavra. So you're telling me that Dalach is that if a Kayin's married to a woman. And all of a sudden now there's a cult that says that she's Migureshes. What's Dalach raising Migureshes? Meaning... We trust the rumor. Husband, you now have to part ways with your wife. Ravashi said, Any call that comes after a husband and wife are already married, we're not chayish for it. So prior to Nesuin, like Lechatchilo, yeah, we trust rumors. But a rumor that's a koil ba'alma that spreads regarding a married couple regarding a mishpacha, we're not going to trust this rumor. Now, if this Ravashi sounds familiar, it's because we've seen Ravashi earlier. Le'il da pei aleph amad aleph, says the Messiah Sashas. But the Messiah Sashas also says le'kaman da pei tes amad beis. Ravashi is going to come up very much on amid beis of today's da. But the Gemara's kasha is that it's part of the case of rumors Megurash is talking about where a kain is married to a woman. Now, all of a sudden, we have reason to believe that maybe she's a grusha. And the Gemara's kasha is, isn't this a kolo da basa nesuen and loich hashin in law? So because of this question, the Gemara completely alters the simple understanding of the Mishnah. And the Gemara says, this is obviously what the Mishnah means. This is the way you read the whole Mishnah. Start from the beginning. If there's a rumor about a woman that's not married, that she's Mikudeshes, that's a koil l'chumra. We're going to assume she's Mikudeshes. Mikudeshes. Umigureshes. It's all one case. What would be if you have a woman who is Becheskas Mikudeshes and now... Meaning, you have a woman that was Becheskas Pnuya, and a rumor spread that she's Mikudeshes. And then a second rumor came and said that, no, after the Kedushin, she 
became a grusha. So this was one long rumor that was telling a, a very elaborate tale. Oh, you know this woman? You know, she was married and she was divorced. But here's the bottom line. If that's what the rumor is, I raise a megurash. And my time, what's the reason? Because it's like a pesha asa pesha hitter. The original rumor of Mikudeshes came along with the shoiver. What's a shoiver? It's the amasla that the Mishnah was referring to. Right? The Mishnah already said that anytime there's any tzad to not have to take the rumor so seriously, you don't take it so seriously. This is a perfect case. Here you have the coil, and it comes together with the thing that's breaking the coil. It comes literally together with the amasla, and if that's the case, in this case, it's poshit. The Allah is, she is going to be Migresha. So how do you read the Mishnah? Yotzashma be'ir mikudeshes, harezu mikudeshes. If after the rumor of Mikudesha spread, there was another rumor. So this is a rumor, betoich rumor, that she's Mikudesha. So then the halacha would be, Harezu Mikudesha. Omar Rav, Rav says, You have a woman, and now all of a sudden there's a rumor spread that says that this woman was Mizana. She's a Zaina. Now Rashi says, the rumor was that she was Mizana to an Ovid Kechavim or to an Eved. She has a din zoina that she's going to be posel a She won't be able to marry a kai. So the rumor is saying that this woman was mezana with someone that would give her a hilcha zoina in the sugyas of psulek una that she's not allowed to marry a kai. Said, Rava, very bechidish, don't worry about this rumor. I, the Mishnah says he's supposed to be concerned for rumors. So Rav explained himself, my time, a pritzusa Probably what happened was people saw this woman acting inappropriately with these men. But just because she acted inappropriately doesn't necessarily mean she was Mazana. If you look at Rashi's Lashen, Rashi says, Maybe she was, you know, laughing with them in the Shok. So Rashi's quoting the Lashen Agamara that we saw not so long ago. Is that enough to say that she's necessarily possible? Meaning, Rav is not saying that the rumor is not a rumor. Of course it is. But he's saying that sometimes people see a little bit and they assume a lot. So to say that just because something inappropriate was happening, that that means that she was mezana, that she has a din zayna, that's not muchach. And that's what Rav was trying to say. Zok the Gemara, that this halacha of Rav, is really machloikis tanoim. What's this machloikis tanoim? It's a price. If a woman was eating in the shok, or she was walking in the shok, Rashi says, benetias, meaning she was walking in a very gaivedig way, like in a natsniyastig way. She was nursing her child in the shuk. But Kulam Rameyo, Amir Rameyo says all these cases, Taitse. Dalach is the husband should divorce his wife because it's a simon that she's an Ivaris Aldas and this is a woman that doesn't behave appropriately. Rabbi Kiva Omer, Rabbi Akiva says, no, this is not enough of a reason for a man to suddenly say that maybe my woman, my wife is questionable and as a result I have to give her a get. When do we say that, said Rabbi Akiva, So who were the Moisrois Belavana? So Rashi says, these were women that they used to sew, they would knit, they would weave and Rashi says, the women will all sit together 
and they would talk shtesen, and all the gossip, and all these yenterai, that used to come up in these conversations. So Akiva says, if the Moiseres Belovana are saying about a married woman that maybe something happened, so then already you have to be concerned. But just because she's an Achla Beshok, she's a Girgur Beshok, she's a Nika Beshok, that's not enough of a reason to say Teitzeh. So a mayor has a very, very hard line. He says, once this woman acts even a little bit of inappropriate, Teitzeh. Rabbi Akiva says, no, I'm not going that far. If the Yentes already said that this is what's, you expect Rashi to say Yentabalaz, but he doesn't. But once you see that going on already, that's when I would be concerned. Rabbi Akiva, I hear what you're saying, but in Cain, if that's the case, if that's the case, you're not allowing a, a daughter of Avram Avinu to be together with her husband. It can't be because what? Just because people and the gossipers are saying these things, that all of a sudden means that this woman does not live together with her husband. I mean, she was Mizana, she's already a Suffolk Saita. That Torah, Amra, said Rabbi Benuri, the Torah says, Kimata Ba'ervas Dovar. Says that in the parsha by Rais ulahalonu oimer. It says al pishnayim edem ayal pishloisha edem yakum davar. And malahalon davar means borer afkan davar bar. The only time you're ever going to assume that a woman was zinsatachas bailas if there's a davar bar. And ad sheyisu viyitnu ba moizus bilavana. That's not a davar bar because that's not a davar bar. So that wouldn't be enough of a reason for us to assume that this woman was mizan. In other words, what do you see from this brayse? You see there was a machloitis tanoim. If the gossipers are saying there's a coil of some sorts that a woman was Mazana, is that enough of a reason for us to assume that she was in fact Mazana or not? Rabbi Akiva said, yeah. Rameyer said even more than that. He said, That's even enough for Teitzit. Rameyer said, no, it has to be a Dover Barer. Said the Gemara, Rav's Chiddush of Yatzel Hashem Mezana Be'ir, Ein Choshesh in law, that's Aliba de Rabbi Yechen and Benuri. But it's the like Rabbi Akiva and seemingly the like Rameyer as well because according to them, once already there's rumors being spread that a woman was Mezana, we assume that there was Aznos. We don't just assume that Miachlo Ben Dader. No, we assume that something actually happened. Now Rav was talking about if she has a din or whether she's also Torkayan. These Tanam were talking about whether she has a din of an ish that was Mazana Tachas Bailo. But at the same time, that's the way this is going to play itself out. It's interesting that you have here the women that were Moizrois Belovana. Right, this uh, group of Yentes. The truth is, they come up in, in different places in Shas as well. We had this Chevra not so long ago in Mesechtes Soita. We had them on Davvav Amidbez. And the Gemara Vadir said uh, a very big Chiddush. The Gemara Vadir said that it says regarding the Suffolk Soita that the only time the Suffolk Soita drinks from the May Soita is if it's a real Suffolk. But if there's any substantial evidence that maybe something is going on or that she was guilty, then that would be enough of a reason to say that she wouldn't be able to drink. So, for example, if they're in the Medina Sayam, right, there were different examples. One of the examples that the Gemara gave was, it's more time from a Pasek, that if it's Yisuf Yitnun if this chevra is sitting around and they're yenting and they're saying that you should know this woman I know she was Mazana even though there's no Aiden and even though that in of itself is not enough to assume for sure that she was Mazana but it would be enough that she wouldn't be able to drink from the Mesaita so you see that what this chevra thought actually ranked in the eyes of Chazal and it has a little bit of a pshat not for now but the Chesam Soifer in Chesam Soifer Alatayr in Parshas Lachlacha so he says that Rabbi Yechid Anuri's Tainet Rabbi Akiva was in Kemblo he nacht the basla of Ramavinu, she Sheves Tachas Baila. 
What does that have to do with Bashel Avram Avinu? So Ayin Sham, he says a beautiful pilpil, but he says that we know Avram Avinu's wife Sarah was a victim of rumors. May Avimelech Nisabra Sarah. And at the end of the day, he says all the Moisers Bilavana was saying that that's what happened. So Rabbi Yechev and Uri told Rabbi Akiva that if you're going to give so much chshivas to what the Moisers Bilavana said, lo yinach the Basla Avram Avinu, daika Ayin Sham, chsam soifal atayim, Bashel Slachlika, he says a whole pilpil there. Either way, Tan Rabbanu, another the Braisa related to this Indian. Ba'ula ain chayshishinlah. If there's a rumor that says that a certain woman is a ba'ula, so Allah is, you don't have to be chayish. So what, what was the rumor? What's the significance of a woman as a ba'ula or she's not a ba'ula? Right? It's Negei Hilchas Ksuba, for example. Is that what we're talking about? So Rashi says, no, it's Negei if this woman can marry a kind god. So the kind god wants to get married and there's a woman that she's becheskes psula. However, there's a, a rumor that maybe she was a ba'ula. So it's like the b'raise a ba'ula in chayishinlah. Taisa says, chayilik taisa is not. We're not talking about a kind god. He brings from Rabbeinu Yitzchak that Rabbeinu Yitzchak said that it's talking about where the rumor was that she was Nivala again to Apostle. So if there was a rumor that she was Nivala to Apostle, you would have thought that maybe we should accept the rumor. And if we accept the rumor, it would mean that she's a Zoyna. But the bottom line is, if there's not a rumor that a woman is a Ba'ula, so there's a rumor that she's Mekudeshes, Mekudeshes, Megureshes, you have to work out the case, Megureshes, she was a Zoyna, Rava said no, Machlik is Tanan, what about a ba'ula in chayshinla? Nesua. What if there's a rumor that says she was nesua in chayshinla? When achayish, arusa also in chayshinla. So Rashi says nesua in chayshinla, arusa in chayshinla. Isn't that not like our Mishnah? So Rashi says, and he repeats this a few times in the course of the sugya. Read Rashi inside. Nesua yotza al penuya koil shehi nesua ze yomim that she got married a little while ago. In Chayshishinla, the Kol of the Masnisin, because the Kol of our Mishnah Hainu Sha'imrim Hayoyim Neskach Aplanus. The rumor of our Mishnah—that's a very, very important asterisk that Allah of the Mishnah has to be that not she was Neskach, but Hayoyim Neskach. But in this case, within a rumor was that it happened a little while ago. In that case, whether it's Nesua, whether it's Arusa, the point is, it's not today. And if it's not today, the halacha of the Mishnah is not going to apply. Shaloy leplaini. What would be if there's a rumor, but it's shaloy leplaini? So what does it mean, shaloy leplaini? It means that we don't know who plaini is, Akrashi. So there's a rumor, but again, we don't know who the rumor is, too. So you have to know exactly who she got married to. But if we don't know exactly who she got married to, what would be if in one shtat, all of a sudden, there's a rumor that says, oh, she got married in a different city? There to And the Rishani give an interesting reason to this fundamental and understanding rumors. The halacha, and maybe the hashkaf of it as well. A rumor only has credibility where it's possible to disprove the rumor. But when there's, when there's no one around that can tell you that it didn't happen, then that takes away a lot of the credibility of the rumor. So if there's a rumor that says, oh, in this shtot, there was a chasana. Okay, so let's find out. Were you at a wedding last night? No. You call this wedding call, you call that wedding call, you call this band, this photographer, you'll find out whether there was a wedding or there was no wedding. But when people say, oh, she got married somewhere else in a world where you didn't have communication like we have today. So if you have a rumor that you can't disprove, that in and of itself takes away a lot of the oomph of the rumor. And that's Pshan in the Salah, that if it's Be'ir Acheres, it's not going to be considered rumor. Mamzeres, in Chayshlof. There's a rumor that spread that a certain woman is a Mamzeres. Don't worry about it. Shifcha. What if there's a rumor that says she's a Shifcha? In Chayshlof. 
Chasav, Hifker Ploini Nechasav. This rumor that says that Ploini gave away all his money to Tzedakah, right? He was Makdash, or he was Mafker all his Nechasav. In Chayshanah, all these things, you don't have to worry, period. Amar Ula, Ula said, as it relates to the idea of rumors, again, the Mishnah that said clearly that a rumor was spread that a woman's Mekudashes, 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 so said Ula, you have to know, can't be that the rumor is a koil havara ba'alma. Now the word havara, just the taich of the word havara is an echo. An echo would be that you heard a, a noise, but it's uh, a cliche. It's only the echo. So it can't be you heard the echo. I mean, it can't be a weak, diluted type of coil. It has to be a very strong coil. I mean, the rumor has to have teeth to it. But if it doesn't have teeth, then already the rumor is not going to be a rumor. So what's an example of a, a rumor that we substantiate, that we take seriously? Somebody would have to say that Right, Rashi already said that. I walked into a house and I saw there that there were lights and candles that were lit. And the table was set really nicely. And people were coming and going. And they said, That Ploinus is getting married today. Oh, so now ready you... You're reporting something. Something like that. That's a strong call. That's what the Mishnah means when it says, I raise the But the Gemara says, Mishnah If all you heard was, is that Pliny was going to get married, maybe the Chassidah never happened. Now you would assume if they got that far, right, they probably got married. But the Gemara says, I don't even think that's a good rumor. Amos, the Gemara says, I just tweaked it a little bit. What Ula meant to say was that you saw all of what we just mentioned, and you heard people saying, Plainus Niskachayan. Meaning you didn't see the actual Kedushin. You weren't there for the Chuppah. You weren't Eidei Kedushin. But at the same time, you were at a wedding and you heard that the Olam said, that would be considered a coil, and that's what we take seriously. To us, that feels like more than just a coil, right? But that's what the coil is, and that's what the mission is referring to. Tani Levi. Levi had a price that said the same exact thing. That if all you heard was a coil, that's not going to be considered a coil. The women were there and they were even weaving not but and they were making her happy. and they said, Today, Ploinus is getting married. But the Gemara says, one second, no one knows they actually got married. No, what they heard was is that Ploinus actually got married. So again, who said what we just said? Ula said it, Tani Levi. So this is a, a very important qualification to the halach of the Mishnah. Yeah, we take rumors seriously, but it can't be a kol havara. It can't be a shvachaka. It has to be a good kol. What's a dugma? What's a mashal of a good kol? So we just gave a mashal of a good kol. Wasn't if they said this, meaning if they said that this is what we witnessed, that would be considered a cult. If they didn't say then it's going to be an amaslo. And if that's the case, it's not going to be considered a cult. So if they said what, like Ula said, and what Tony Levy said, so then it would be considered a cult. But if they didn't say that's going to be considered a amaslo. So the Gemara says, one second, if they didn't say that they saw the Neiris Dolkois and the Mitois Mutsois and the Bnei Adam, the Chlas and the Yoitzim, so that's not an amaslo. If they didn't say that, it's nothing. 
What's an amasla? Amasla is where there's a bona fide coil, but there's an amasla that's attached to the coil. If they didn't say that they saw the aforementioned, that means that it's a felt in the ikr coil. So why are you calling it an amasla? Amasla sounds like there's a coil, but there's an amasla to the coil. L'chaira, in this case, it's not even in a coil. So Mara says, you're right. What Rabbi Yoichana meant to say was, he was just coming to exclude something Rabbi Barafuna said, Rabbi Barafuna, we're going to see this in Amin Bey, said that an amasla that comes together with a coil doesn't have to happen with the coil. But you can have the coil today and you can have the amasla and that's Rabbi Yechon was coming okay? and he wanted to say if there was no clear um, coil now that's when it's considered a masla so it's kedai to see Rashi inside that the hockey comer this is what Rabbi Yechon meant to say. In the event that there was a coil, meaning people came and they said, you know, we were at a, a wedding and everything was completely set up. And they didn't finish everything. But they brought the shaver with it. So the Gemara's changing what it thought Rabbi Yechon was saying. We thought that Rabbi Yechon was saying was that if they said Dovrze, it's considered a coil. If they didn't say Dovrze, I mean, they didn't say that they saw all of the aforementioned, that's considered an Amasla. The Gemara is saying, of course that's not what Rabbi Yechon meant. Because if they didn't say that they saw the aforementioned, then it wouldn't be an amasla, it wouldn't be a koel. What Rabbi Yechon is saying is that if they were like gomru in the sense that right now, after they said they saw what they said, they added the amasla, that's when it's an amasla. The only time an amasla is an amasla is if you're like gomru. But once you're gomru, once you finish, at that point you can't have an amasla anymore because Rabbi Yechonah is coming to teach me Allah that the only time the amasla works is if you say it right away. It's like a pesha asa pesha immediately after. But if you're going to come later and you're going to want to tweak it later, at that point, it's not going to work. In other words, Rabbi Yechonah is just commenting can negate something that other Amairam will on, and that is that there were those that held the Amasla can come, and that's what Rabbi Yechelen saying, that no, it has to be right now. Once you're Gomru Adavra, at that point, you can't have an Amasla anymore. The whole Amasla has to be where it's like Gomru. But once it's Gomru, at that point, you're not going to be able to have that Amasla. Either way, so we have Ula, who's the first qualification of when it is a Koil is considered a Koil. And that is that in the event that a person comes and he says that I didn't just hear a rumor, it wasn't a koil havar ba'alma, but he says that there were neiris dolkois and there were mitais mutsais and the women were there and they were sewing and they were making a besimcha. So if you come and you lay it out like that and you say, listen, I didn't see the marriage, but the oil was saying that niskatcha ploini, laploinis, oh, in that case, that's when this halacha is going to be true. Otherwise, it's not going to be true. So it's a very important qualification on the halacha of the Mishnah. The Gemara now is going to bring a Second qualification, and this was something Rab Abba said. Amrab Abba, Amrafuna, Amaraf, Loisha Shama Kalavara. A Kalavara Baalma is not going to be enough. Allegation, you're employing me, Hechon Shama. It has to be where, again, it has to have teeth. So, for example, the person's going to come and he's going to say that he heard 
Episa rumor. Okay, what did you hear? So he says, I heard from Ploini. Uploini mi Ploini. And we go, we do our research. Until we find the Dover Bar. But it has to be that, not stam a rumor about No, I heard it from Ploini. Ploini heard it from Ploini. Right, you have to say over mice like a brisker. You have to get all the details right. It has to be mamish perfect. So if you say over the story like that, that's when it's going to have a chshivas. And what is, what did Rab Abba say? It has to be till you get to a Dover So the Gemara says, Dover Abare, it doesn't matter. So if you got to a Dover Abare, so why are we even having this conversation? Gemara says, Eloki, Yasser, Rav Shmuel, by Yehuda, Amir Ababa, Amir Avuna, Amir Rav. Again, we're just tweaking it a little bit. Loisha, Shamu, Kail, Havara, Eloki, Eisha, Yom, Ruploini, Meichan, Shama, Miploini. Uploini, Miploini. You didn't hear a Dover Abare, but the whole Chulam Levdina Sayam. They ended up in Medina Sayam. So it has to be we're. Not you get to a Dover Bar, because that's not a coil, but at the very least, it has a little bit of a pshat. That's not I heard from where, Chaisen. No, I heard from Pliny, or from Pliny, or from Pliny. Now, you went to the end of the food chain, and you met this, couldn't find him, because he was in Medina Sayyam. It's in that instance where it's going to be okay. So really, we have two then qualifications to when you trust the rumor. Number one, you walk in and you see a chasana, and the other one is, is I heard from Pliny, you heard from Pliny. Now, first glance, it sounds a little bit like they're arguing, maybe, right? Two completely different understandings of when it is you would trust the rumor. But Toysfus says that mistamalei polygrab abba ula. It's mistabe, the abba is not being chaylik on ula, but rather, each one was giving his own marshal, his own dogma, his own example of when it is that you would trust the rumors. At the end of the day, says Toysfus, we have two different qualifications and it's you talking that they're both saying the same thing. Incidentally, Toysfus says, I have a little bit of a raya because when the Gemara brought Rab Abba, the Gemara didn't say Virab Abba Omar. But it said, Amr Ababa. Vira Ababa Omar would be Vav as being Mechaber as if he's arguing on what was mentioned previously. Amr Ababa sounds like He's just adding to the conversation, but two different oifanim of how a kol could be a kol. So again, a kol habar is not considered a kol. It has to be a real kol. The Gemara gave two dugmai. Zok the Gemara. Amalei Abayi the Rav Yosef. Abayi asked his Rebbe Rav Yosef, Mevatlin and kolo. Are we ever mevatel a kol or are we not mevatel a kol? So what does it mean mevatlin and kolo oiloi? So Rashi gives two examples. Rashi says, number one, what would be if you tried substantiating a kol and you couldn't substantiate it? So what do you do? Like, what's Bezden Zavoyda? When they try to knock out a coil, but they couldn't knock out the coil. Let it just be, or no, you have to knock it out. Rashi says, Inami, I'll tell you even better. What would be if the coil was plainly heard from plainly heard from plainly? That person at the end of the chain is a Medina Sayyam. So they tracked him down, and he says, It never happened. Even the Rabbi wanted to know. Mevatlin on kala, oiloi mevatlin on kala. Amalei. So Rabbi Yosef told Abaya, let's surmise. Midam Rav Chizda. Rav Chizda, when he explained the kail, so what did he say? He said, It has to be that the person at the end, meaning I heard from him, who heard from him, who heard from him, said Rav Chizda, that last person has to be a kosher. If that last person has to be a kosher, what do you see from there? Shma minam mevatlin on kala. You see from there, mevatlin on Now you don't really see from there that you mevatlin on kala. But what the Gemara means to say is that you see from there that a coil has to really be legit. And it has to be that it's coming from a kosher. Because if a coil that's a coil ba'alma is considered a coil, then why does it have to be from a kosher? Let it even be from a puzzle. From the fact that it has to be from a kosher, that means a coil is held to a high standard. Or if it's held to a high standard or Put in different words. With Mekel, when it comes to Kyle, to just flick it away. So for sure, Mevatlin and Kyle would be Mevatlin. Amalei. So I told Rabbi Yosef, Rabbi, I see just the opposite. And based on something, not Rav Chiza said, but 
based on something Rav Sheisha said. Rav Sheisha said that even if women are the ones spreading the rumors, we treat it as a cult. Now, Rav Sheisha wasn't being chaylik on Rav Chizda. When Rav Chizda said that it has to be mipikshayim, it means at the end of the food chain, there's a kosher. When Rav Sheisha said, it means the middleman. Even if the person that's spreading the rumor is an isha, it could be an isha. But the bottom line is, you see from Afilu Mipinoshen, that to the contrary, we're machmer when it comes to a coil. Even if an isha is usually possible, this is the one spreading the coil, we would still accept the coil. And Shmami enough, that's the case. So what's the bottom line? So, are we emavatul koy? We're not emavatul koy. So, Rav Yosef said, I hear from Rav Chizda. Abayah said, I can hear from Rav from Rav Sheishis. So, Amalei said, he told him, did Rav Yosef to Abayah, here's the bottom line. Asrevasa ninu. Do a different minhagim in different Christen and Klai Yisrael. Besurah emavatli kolo. In surah, the minig was emavatul koy. Benahardah, lo emavatli kolo. In the hardah, the minig was not to be emavatul koy. We're going to get back to this later. So, he didn't have a There was a certain woman where there was a koy that spread that this woman was a mikudeshes. So, what did the Mishnah say? Yotza shma be'ir mikudeshes. Okay, now this rumor was that she was mekudeshes lebarbe rav to a very chashav a person. The Gemara says, "Asi Rav Chama Lavua." Rav Chama called the father of this girl. Amalei Emily Hechi Havov. They tell me a little bit about the story. Amalei, so he told her tonight Kaddish there was a kedushin. It's true, but the kedushin was Allah tonight, and it was adaytedly also the bechoyzoi. The tonight was that he's not going to go to bechoyzoi, but also he went to bechoyzoi. So he said that it's true. There's a rumor that my daughter is married, but I want you to know she's not really married because the kedushin was Allah tonight, and he never fulfilled the tonight. Amalei, so he told. Being that the Amasla first popped up now, because I didn't hear about the Amasla and I heard about the Kol, this is Rabbi Chama talking, you have no right to go ahead and throw in an Amasla, you can't create the Amasla now. Now, if you look at the last Toysa on the Amid, Toysa says that this is obviously going like Rabbi Yochanan, because we had earlier in the Gemara Machlikis, Amayra, and Rabbi Barafuna, and Rabbi Yochanan, whether or not the Kol has to come Shas Maisa, or it could be Mikanva. Asari Yomim. Rabbi Yechonon said it has to be B'Shas Maisa. Rabbi Ravuna said I feel like we can't Asari Yomim. Zok to Gemara. Obviously, Rav Chama held like Rabbi Yechonon. It has to literally be B'Shas Maisa, and this wasn't B'Shas Maisa. So therefore, you don't have to worry about it. Another story. He did not have a local day catch it. There was a story about a woman. All of a sudden, there was a coil that she got married. But Sifa de Tuchlo, and the rumor was that she got married. How was the husband Mekadasher? Meaning, so it was with Kenyan Kesef, but the Kesef was Atzifa the Tuchlo. So this is Psoilus from unripened dates. And it took place, Be'ena, the Be'ishifi, at the spring of Be'ishifi. Either way. So there's a rumor that she's Mekudesh. What's Talach about this coil? Amalezi told him like this. But I want you to know, even though I know there's a mandama that holds right? the aforementioned discussion, here you could be Mevatl the coil. And the reason is because Meimar Amri, people will say, I know Burabana Bekidusheh. That people were ma'ayin and the kedusha, they have a b'shavar pruta. There was no shavar pruta, and this is a very important gemara. Why is it that there's a shita that holds loy mevatlin and kala? Basri the shmuel loy mevatlin and kala. Right? What's the svara behind it? The svara behind it is is because we're afraid that people are going to be choshed the rabbanim that they're in cahoots. And they're trying to protect somebody. So there's a call, there's a rumor that's saying that somebody is married, and there's a gansa ma'isa here. So we have to make sure that we don't look like we're being Aveira and we're doing anything to, to support or quash a rumor. So we stay away. Even if we know for sure it's incorrect, it doesn't matter. There's a certain sensitivity. Be 
think that that's the reason. Any time there's a, a way to be mevatel deko where people will not necessarily be choshen anybody, in that case you could be mevatel deko. Other rabbi, the emes is to be mevatel deko if you have to be mevatel deko. Right? One of the examples of loy mevatel deko is when you know for sure it's not true. Still loy mevatel deko. Why? Because. There's a certain Hanhaka, certain places, but it's only because of Chshad. So to the extent that there's not going to be a Chshad, you don't have to worry about it. In this case, you don't have to worry about the Chshad. Why? Because if you're going to be Mavatul the Koyal, what are people going to say? Oh, there was a Chasana and you tried knocking out the Kedusha? No, you know what people are going to say? How did they get married? This was part of the rumor. He did not People are going to say, oh, they, the Rabbana probably looked into it and they saw that Sifa the Tuchla wasn't worth a Shava Pruta. It doesn't sound like it's worth a Shava Pruta. So that's a way where you can be Mavato the Koil and not have the Shash. Oh, in such a case, that's for sure the appropriate thing to do. Another story. He didn't have a Koil the Katsha. So there was a play and you had a bunch of sons and now all of a sudden there's a code that says that this woman was Mikudeshes to one of the sons. Oh my Rava, Rava said, I feel even though if this is only a coil and there's reason to knock it out, why? Why are you not worried about the chshad? If you hold, you're worried. No, because people will say, the Rabbana looked into this Kedusha and they found out that she was married to a cotton. Meaning the story was where one of the sons over here was a katan. So you'll always be able to say that people looked into it and what they found out was that the son was a katan. Now, that didn't necessarily happen. But being that there is an alibi, there's an amasla, right? There's some way to support what was done when we were mevato the koil without being chayshed anybody. In that case, you have nothing to worry about. Another story. He did not forget a color. They catch a cotton, Hanirika Gadol. So there was a call that spread that a certain woman was Mikudeshes to a cotton. Okay, so cotton, all the raid notwithstanding, is usually something you don't have to worry about. But this cotton looked like a Gadol. So there was a thought that if Loime Vatlin on color, I don't know, maybe you have to take this seriously. Amalei Rav Martcha, the Rav Ashi, Rav Martcha told Rav Ashi, have a Uvda. There was a real story that happened like this. For Amru and the Rabbanon said, Adayin Loi Higia Leflagois Ruvain. So what is Flagois Ruvain? So this is the beginning of a Pasik and say for Shoiftim. And the Pasik reads, and we need really the end of the Pasik, Shenemar Leflagois Ruvain, Gedoilem Chikre Lev. So this is talking about Shiraz Devaira, and it's Ruvain there is a reference to Shevet Ruvain, who separated themselves from the rest of Klai Yisrael, Lushen of Leflagois, Lushen Peleg, right? They're, they're separated off. But the punchline is really the end of the Pasuk. We just mentioned Leflagois Ruvain, that's the beginning of the Pasuk. But we need the end of the Pasuk, Gedoilem Chikre Lev. And that's very straightforward. A Godel is someone that's chikrei leiv, but a cotton is not chikrei leiv. And being that at the end of the day, she was mikudashes to a cotton, so you definitely don't have to worry about it. You worry about being mevatel a kol, she was married to a cotton, everyone's going to say she was married to a cotton. And they'll know this pasik of gedoylem chikrei leiv, and therefore you won't have to worry about it. So it's interesting. The Gemara is trying to make the point that all it is is kedusha cotton, so why are you so worried about it anyways? And what are we refusing as a source to question the kedusha cotton? A pasik in perik shoiftim, leflagos ruven gedoylem chikrei leiv. So the Mishnah said, yeah, we take rumors seriously. But then the Mishnah said, Just 
confirm that there's not Masa. I mean, if there's anything that would give you any reason to assume that maybe this is not such an issue, so in that case, don't worry about it. What were examples of an Amasla? So the Mishnah gave an example of an Amasla of Kedushin, and the Mishnah gave an example of Amasla of Gerushin. If people are going to say, yeah, there was a Kedushin, but the rumor was it was Suffolk Kar of Law, Suffolk Kar of Law, or there was a Gerushin, but the Gerushin was Allah Tanai. So if you come up with any case of an Amasla, that's enough to say that there shouldn't be an issue. Amar Rabbi Barafuna. So Rabbi Barafuna commented on the Mishnah. He said, Amasla, Shomer, this that the Mishnah said, this something called an Amasla. That's a feeling of Kanba, that's our Yomen. The Amasla doesn't have to happen right away, even if it's Mikan Badasar Yomen. On Omer Aleph, we saw the Rabbi Yochanan Schoelik. Rabbi Yochanan says that it doesn't have to happen right away. And Tois on the bottom of the Yomen said that Rabbi Chomo, in that one of the stories that were mentioned was also Chaylik. Next halacha. Rabbi Zvid, Rabbi Zvid said, B'mokem amasla, choshishin la amasla. Meaning, you don't have to really have an amasla. As long as Bezdin thinks that there might be an amasla, they could be chayish for an amasla. For the Mishnah, it sounds like you physically have to have an amasla. No, you don't have to physically have an amasla. If there's mokrim to be chayish, that maybe there was an amasla, that's enough. It's very popular, Rabbi Zvid. Rabbi Papa asked Rabbi Zvid, the Mishnah doesn't sound that way. Doesn't the Mishnah say there has to be an Amasla? Not a Mokam Amasla. There has to be a real Amasla. No, maybe what the Mishnah means. But you don't physically, literally have to have an Amasla. So it sounds like there was a Machloikas between Rav Zvin and Rav Papa. Right? Rav Zvin said you don't need an Amasla as long as there's Mokam to be Chayish for an Amasla. That would already be enough. Sounds like Rapapa was chaylik. Rapapa says, no, you have to have a real amasla. Right? Rapapa said the Mishnah is certainly mashed that way. Good, Rav Zvid was chaylik. But it sounds like there's a machloik is Rav Zvid and Rapapa. That according to Rav Zvid, you don't have to really have an amasla. Mokam amasla is enough. And according to Rapapa, you have to have a real amasla. So only Rav Kana, the Rapapa, Rav Kana told Rapapa, you hold that there has to be an amasla. But if there's no real amasla, but there's Mokam to think maybe there was amasla. No? If there's a rumor that she's Mekudeshes, she's Mekudeshes. The rumor that she's Mekudeshes, she's Mekudeshes. So he said, is that possible? Vatanan, we learned in a Mishnah, and this Mishnah is a Mesechtis Yuvomis. Dav Tzadik but this is not a Yuvomis case. This is a Mesechtis Yuvomis, but it's in the Sugis of Ha'isha Rabba. So the case over here was, where there was a woman whose husband went to Medina Sayyam. And Eidechot came and said, Meiz Bailech. So what's the Allah of Eidos Yisho? You're allowed to get married. Kachava. Neskach. She got married. And then afterwards, her husband showed up. So what's that lacha? Muteris lachsar. She's allowed to go back and live with her husband. Now, this is in sharp contrast to what would be if she didn't just have Kedushin. She wasn't Neskatsha, but she was Nises. She actually had Nesuin. Then that lacha would be if the husband shows up. Tate's name is Elmizeh, and any child that she has would be a mamzer, and all the chumras that were mentioned in a Mishnah that we learned together not so long ago would suddenly be thrust upon her because you can have all these different chumras. But that's only if there was an Asuin. If all she had was Kedushin, then already the halacha is different. So the Gemara right now is trying to understand this halacha. So again, this is a married woman who got married to somebody else, thinking she was allowed to, based on the edus, the testimony of an Eidechot that said, then the husband shows up, so what's the halacha? Just go back to your original husband. So the Gemara doesn't understand why. Meaning, you're not treating her married to the second man, she's allowed to go back to her original husband. What's the kasha? The kasha is, Teresh long rashi here, the kasha is, Hare Ein Lucha Yotza Shma Be'ir Mekudeshes G'day 
The father of the other Kulm Scotch. Everyone knows she got married. So if that's the case, then Lechaira, how could you disregard that second marriage? It's not just a rumor that she got married. Everyone knows she got married. Must be, says the Gemara, because we're going to create an Amasla. What's the Amasla we're going to create? Mishum Rinan, We're going to assume that maybe when she got married the second time, she was a clever woman. She knew that her husband might really show up. And as a result, so she said, you know something, you want to marry me? No problem. But we're going to get married all tonight. What's the tonight? My husband doesn't show up. But if my husband shows up, then I don't want this marriage to be a marriage. That's probably why we disregard the second marriage. Because otherwise, you have to take it seriously. Because There's a lot of lumbus that we're just blowing through here. But if our Mishnah said that a rumor is enough to assume that she's Mikudashas, then for sure in this case you have to assume that she's Mikudashas. So why not? So the Mara says like this, Bishla, the late Rebzvid, this is a case of an Amasla. Either is no Amasla. Yeah, but it's a Mokam Amasla. But according to Rapapa, that ain't Chayshish and Lamasla, what are you going to do over here? That is the Gemara's Kash. The Mara says, no, what Shaykhis? Shani also. Over here it's different. The Asi Baal, the Kamara. Over here there's a, a, a real Amasla. The husband's coming. The husband's being Mara. It's not a muck of Amasla. This is the real thing. Because the husband, you want to know why you're knocking out this marriage? I, there's a rumor that says she's married because the husband just showed up and everyone knows she was married to this first husband. This is different. But the Gemara says, if that's the case, Nisis Nami. So why is it only true if she's Mekudeshes? Shouldn't this be true if she was Nisis as well? And the way Rashi explains the Kasha, what is Ihachi? Ihachi sounds like it's only a Kasha, Nisis Nami, if you learn that the point over here is that the husband's being Ma'ar. But if you learn that the point over here is that she was Niskacha al tonight, then there's no Kasha. And the Rashi Bishloim, if the issue over here is or the reason we knock it out is because it's a chashin on that masla, because it's a makam masla. And what's the makam masla? Maybe she got married all tonight. So we know tonight works for Kedushin, but tonight doesn't work for Nesuin. Ain't other mice to be lost to be lost. No, it's right. This Ksub is 101. Tonight doesn't work for Nesuin. Oh, so that would be the chilek. But if the whole Nakud over here is that the husband is being Ma'ara, that's what's knocking out the coil. So what's the difference if there was a Kedushin, if there was a Nesuin? If she's a Nesuin, we said, why? What's the problem? This whole second marriage is, we know wasn't anything anyways. The Mara says, no, the reason this is the of the Isura, this she already did an Isser. Right? There was already an Isura. There was a Bia. Oh, Kansura Rabbanon. Over there, the Rabbanon Kansura. Skashle of the Isura. Like Kansura Rabbanon. Over here, the Rabbanon didn't feel that they had to make a Knas. I'm Rav Ashri. Rav Ashri said, Kol kol utla yizchazik bebeidino. In order for a call to be a call, again, this is Mamish the Shulchan Aruch of Kail. In order for a call to be a call, Bezdin has to decide it's a call. Meaning Bezdin has to sign off on the call. So all it is is a call, but Bezdin paskins and determines that it's a call. But if Bezdin didn't sign off, and it's not a call. Amr Rav Ashi also said, we saw this right at the beginning of the sugya, kol kol the bas in a suin loy chashinale. Any call that comes after the suin loy chashinale. The Mar says, hada bas eris and chashinale. Sounds like from Rav Ashi's lashon, if it would come after eris and yeah chashinale. Rav Chaviva, Amr Rav Chaviva said, I feel the bas eris and namig loy chashinale. Even if it came after eris loy chashinale, the hilchas and what's the halacha? Even if it's after eris and loy chashinale. Incidentally. We, we just went through this Gemara a little bit quickly. This last Gemara, Ayin Rashi, if you want to go through it a little bit better. Am Rabbi Yirmiya Bar Abba. Rabbi Yirmiya Bar Abba said, Shol Chulei Rav L'Shmuel. The yeshiva of Rav sent the following question to Shmuel. Yilamdenu Rabbeinu. Rebbe Shmuel, teach us the following halacha. Now presumably, this happened after Rav was no longer alive. Rav, we know, was much older than Shmuel. He was nifter before Shmuel was. And as a result, Rav is not alive. So now the Talmidim of Rav is sending Shmuel the following question. So what was the question? Yotzol, Koil, Mirishoin. If 
there was a woman. And as far as we know, she's a Pnuya. And now all of a sudden there's a coil, there's a rumor that's being spread that says that she got married. So what's the Allah of the Mishnah? Assuming this call checks off all the boxes. Now we learned the whole Shulchan Aruch of when a call is a call, when it's not a call, it's a bullshit. But good, let's say this is a, a bona fide call. And now somebody came and was Makadish, this woman, a regular Kedushin. Not a coil. This is a regular Kedushin. It's 100% a Kedushin. What's the halacha? So there's a rumor that this woman is Makudashes. You have to take it seriously. But in the interim, someone went and said, and she said, yes, I do. So what do you do now? This was the question. So Shalach Lusa Shmuel sent back a very cryptic response. He said, Teitze. Dalach is Teitze. You have to get divorced. Now who gets divorced? Who's Teitze? She's married ostensibly to two men, right? There's a rumor to the first man, for sure, the second man. But if she's married to the first man, she's not married to the second man. So first thing is this Teitze. The Gemara is going to clarify, obviously. And look in, investigate the situation, and please notify me. You know, keep me posted, right? So this is basically what Shmuel tells the Yeshiva of Rav. So the Gemara goes through this, and we're going to go Tzirik Tzirik. So first things first. Might as well read the parentheses. So what did Shmuel mean when he said, investigate it and let me know? And then we'll figure out what Tate means. Maybe what he meant to say was very simple. Meaning, investigate, find out. Maybe the coil's not a coil. And if the coil is not a coil, so you don't have to worry about this anyways. If you don't have to worry about this, then everything is good. But it can't be that's what Shmuel meant. You know why? Because Because Shmuel is the of Naharda. And we know Shmuel held that. The Allah is, So being that Shmuel holds that you're so once there's a rumor that says she's Mikudeshes, you can do due diligence and you can sit down and you can literally cross-examine and interrogate the, the Moisrus Belavon. It doesn't matter. At the end of the day, the Allah is So investigate and maybe she never really got married. So that can't be what it means. Hello, what then did Shmuel mean? What he must have meant was the follows. The Imigalia Milsa, the Kedusha Kama Kedusha Ma'alian in Ulaitzricha Get Mishain. Probably what he meant to say was, for sure we're going to have to treat her as if she's married to the first woman because there's a Kyle and we don't, our custom is not to be Mavatolka. But probably what he means to say is, maybe we can verify that it's not just a Kyle. Maybe we can verify for certain that she's married to the first person. And if we can verify for certain that she's married, to the first person, then she's for sure not married to the second person, and then she wouldn't need a get from the second person. In other words, if we can't substantiate the coil, so then we're going to need a get from the second person. Because as much as chayshin on the coil, and as much as loy mevatlin on we take a very strong stance when it comes to a coil, but at the same time, it's only Lechumra, like we spoke at at the very, very beginning of the da. But Lechumra, you always have to assume maybe it's not true. So if she now accepted Kedusha from somebody else, so obviously she'll never be able to get married unless she gets a get from the Shani. But if we can substantiate the first call, and we can know for sure that it did happen, so she'll never need a get from the Shani. That's probably what Shmuel meant. And the Gemara says, if that's what Shmuel meant, it comes out that Shmuel saying, not like Rav Huna, Rav Huna said, that an Eishasish that accepts Kedusha from somebody, that Allah is, she's Mikudeshes, again, an Eishasish, right? 
Eishes Ish, that is Mekabal Kedushin from somebody. What's the halacha? Mekudeshes. Midrav Hamnuna, no, she's not really Mekudeshes, but Midrav Hamnuna, Dumrav Hamnuna, Hamnuna, Sero, Isha Shamra, Lobai, Lagay, Rashtani, Nemenes, Chazaka, Ain Isha, Meiza, Poneo, Bifnei, Bailo. There's a Chazaka that a woman would never be Meiz Ponim, and she would never say that she's divorced if she wasn't really divorced. So to the extent that she was Mekabal, the Kedusha from somebody, we're suddenly suspect that maybe she's divorced, and the Allah is, she can't get married without a get. And meaning, according to Rav Huna, any woman, even if she's an Eishasish, that's ever makabal uh, a, 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 a kedushin from somebody, the she's not free to get married to somebody else unless she receives a get. Now, if that's the case, then what Shmuel saying, investigate the matter, and maybe we'll find out that she was Vada Mikudeshes, and if she was Vada Mikudeshes, then it comes out the Kedushan she accepted was as an HSH, and therefore what? And therefore she doesn't need a get, she's going to need a get. So, must be applicable to Rav Hanu. The Gemara says, Agafi Idoch, Lachurif Shmuel's taka choylik on Rav Huna. I Rav Hamnuna said, "Ho'isha shamer lebaila ge rashtani nemenes." So you see that there's a chazaka in isha miiza penel befnei baila. So why is it being choylik on Rav Huna? Again, Rav Huna said, "Isha is a pashti yada vekiblu kedusha meyachem mikudeshes." She's always going to need again. He based it on Rav Hamnuna. Now Shmuel, you don't want to hold like Rav Huna beseder. But what about Rav Hamnuna? Right, it's a little tricky here. This Rav Huna, who's basing his Allah on Rav Hamnuna. So Shmuel's Chaylik on Rav Huna, but you're also Chaylik on Rav Hamnuna. The one says, no, I'm not Chaylik on Rav Hamnuna, Shmuel's going to tell you. Because Kiyitma de Rav Hamnuna, when did Rav Hamnuna say his Allah? That's Befana. What was Rav Hamnuna's Allah? Ha'isha Sha'omra Labayla. She looked him in the eyes and said, Gerashtani, oh, there's a Chazaka, Einisha Me'izopanev, Bifnei Bayla. However, Shaloi Befano, where she stammers Makabal a Kedusha from somebody else, you don't have the Chazaka ain't Isha Meiza Panabef Nebailo. In that case, it's Meiza Umeiza. A woman could not stam be a Meiza, a Meiza Umeiza. But the bottom line is, in that case, it's going to be different. So it's not Muchet Ashmu, it's Chaylik and Ravanuna. Chaylik and Ravanuna, yeah. But Chaylik and Ravanuna, not. So bottom line is, so what was Shmuel's Psak? So again, the, the Talmidim of Rav. Sent Shmuel the following question. There's a rumor that says that this woman, who we know as a Pnuya, is a, a Mikudesh. So last we know, this woman was single, and all of a sudden she got married twice in the last hour, right? So last we heard, this woman was a Pnuya. There's a curl that says she's Mikudesh. We know the Mishnah. It's the very, very end of Masech. There's Gittin, Peiches, Amidbeis, Harezu, Mikudesh. It's assuming it checks off all the boxes. Now, all of a sudden, she's been Kabbal Kedusha from somebody else. So what do you do now? You have a rumor that she's married to Ruvain. All of a sudden, she was Vadai Mikabal Kedusha Taira from Shimon. So how are you supposed to treat this situation? So Shmuel, going backwards, said like this. The first thing, again, going backwards, because really the second thing he said. First thing I would do is investigate the situation. Look into it and Vahidiyuni. But he said Tetze. But I just want you to know that Tetze. So there's going to be Tetze. Meaning she can't live with both of these men, right? That's obvious. But look into the, look into the situation. Now we clarified the second thing Shmuel said. What did it mean look into the situation? Meaning maybe you'll find out that this woman was for sure married to the first woman. Oh, she's to the first man. If she's for sure married to the first man, okay, then it's easy. The second Kedushan is not a Kedushan. And... Okay, she's married to the first man. You looked into it, you substantiated it, this is what happened. But let's say you couldn't substantiate it. Let's say it was not something they were able to substantiate. Now, you're not going to be Mavato the Kyle because Shmuel holds 
in her dog, this is the minute, so then the Allah is just going to be Tetzay. The question is Tetzay from the first man or Tetzay from the second man. Now you'll need some getting over here just to make this work. Right? She's going to need a get from whoever it is she's going to be Tetzay from. But the question at the end of the day, Tetzay from one, Tetzay from the other, Tetzay from both. So what exactly does Tetzay mean? Meaning, you couldn't substantiate it. So the Allah was Tetzay. That was Shmuel's Psaq. The, the psak of Tetzay was Tetzay. That was regardless of what you were going to find out. But, and obviously, because you can't be married to both men. So the question is, who's she Tetzay from? Um, Rafuna, Rafuna said, Megarish Rishai. She can't live with the first person. She can live with the second person. But to take a get from the second one and go live with the first one, that doesn't work. My timer, what's the reason? Because we're afraid people are going to say, Because if you're going to go back and live with the first man, you know what people are going to say? They're going to say like this. The first Kedushan was a Kedushan, right? There was a Kedushan. And then he must have given her a get. And that's when she was Makabal Kedushan from somebody else. And after she was Makabal Kedushan from somebody else, she went back to live with the first person. This is known as a Machsig that's an Issa so, so people are going to say that that's what took place. It's not going to be okay. What you should do is take a get from the first person, live with the second person. So people will say, yeah, you were married to the first person. We have to take it seriously. You'll have a get, no problem. Now you got married to the second. So to marry the second person is okay. The first person, not. Rav Ravidi. So who's Rav Shinana? So according to the Messiah Sashas, there was no Rav Shinana. It's Rav Shesha. But either way, Rav Shinana or Rav Shesha, Rav Ravidi Yomar, no, if you want, you can do it in the reverse. You can take the get from the second person and live with the first person. I aren't people going to talk, right? That's the whole thing. Everyone's just spreading rumors. So aren't you worried that people are going to say that he's being in No, Mamer Amri, people are going to say, I knew Rabbanu Bekidushi, the Kiddushi toys have. But people are going to say that there was a Kiddushi toys. We're going to create as a Masla. That sounds like that's what's happening over here. And it's for that reason, you don't have to worry about it. Another question, what would be if it was Yotzele Akol Mizah Mizah? So first, there was a call that said that this woman was Neskacha to Ruven. And then there was a second call that said she was Neskacha to Shimon. So this is not the case of the Talmudim of Rav sending Shmuel Shaila. There, Kol to Ruven, Vadai Kiddush to Shimon. Over here, it's Kol to Ruven and it was Kol to Shimon. What's the Allah? Amra Papa said, Avzu Megarish Rishin, Vinoy Sashen. Meaning, according to Rav Huna, who said in the previous Gemara that Obviously, she can't live with both. That the one she can live with is only the second one, not the first one, because of a chashash that people are going to say that he was machs and the same will be true over here. Meaning, it doesn't matter if we know for sure there was a kedushin to a sheni, or if there's only a rumor that there was a kedushin to a sheni. Either way, the halach is going to be the same thing. And Meimar, Meimar said in this case, muteres l'shneim, she can marry not both of them, but either one that she wants. Right? If she wants, she can marry the first one. If she wants, she can marry the second one. Right? Top Rashi on that tzaddik on muteres l'shneim What's Kaloyma? It's not muted to both. Right? Kaloyma means there's something in Pashib Shat that's bothering Rashi. Means, Meaning everyone's going to be Maida. Why? The reason is because all of this is a rumor. So if we know for sure she was married to the second one, so again, then we're going to be more concerned of people saying that you were Machsi Gushasim in Erisin. But this is all one big rumor. There's a rumor she was married to the first person, and now there's a rumor she was married to the second person. So to be chayish for all these rumors, and now to, on top of that, to be concerned that she's a, people are going to be chayshed, you're a machzig, I'm already willing to be a little bit more mekel, and in this case, this is not something that you're going to have to worry about. So today's daf is hashtag no raid. The raid that we sort of promised Bali Nader in the previous daf we were going to speak about today, Believe that we'll speak about 
I mean, there's one daf left. So we're going to speak about him Yetz Hashem on daf Tzadik. But just to end with one it's something that if the Chsam Soifer wouldn't say, nobody in the world could say. But this is the places that the Chsam Soifer had sometimes to just say a zog. It's Mamish Dover Nifla Adlamoid. And the Chsam Soifer says like this. So we had in the Gemara where the Gemara at the very, very end of the Suya said that Sholchu Lemi Bey Rav the Talmidim of Rav sent Shmuel a question. Yilamdenu Rabbeinu, Yotza Oleo Kol Mirishoin, Uba Achar Vekidsha Kedusha Yitayra Ma'al. What's Talacha? And the Gemara had a whole discussion. In the course of the discussion, in the course of the Gemara trying to understand what Shmuel's response was to the Talmidim of Rav, the Gemara said, it can't be that what Shmuel was telling the Talmidim of Rav was, let's investigate the coil, and maybe you'll determine that the coil was not a coil, and like this you don't have to worry about it. Why? Because Shmuel was the Mara the Asra of Nahardo, and Ba'asre the Nahardo, loy mevatli nankal. Toisvis, Dibra Maschel, Ubenardo, loy mevatli kol, asks a bomb kasha. Toisvis says, I don't understand what the Gemara said. Shmuel could not have meant when he's talking to the Talmidim of Rav, investigate the coil and maybe you'll be able to be Mavatul the coil. Because Shmuel in Arda is of the opinion, like Mavatul the coil. Who sent the Shaila to Shmuel? It was the Talmidim of Rav. Where did the Talmidim of Rav live? They lived in Surah. But Asre the Surah, the Gemara said, Mavatlin on Kala. So Frey Tois says, a bomb of Akasha. That Shmuel responds to tell me the Mavrav, investigate the matter. Look, what did Shmuel mean when he said investigate the matter? Maybe what he meant to say was, you'll find out that this is an unsubstantiated rumor, and like this, you have nothing to worry about. It can't be Zokta Gemara, because Shmuel holds that loy mevatlin and kala. Once there's a rumor spread, that's it, you have to live with this rumor. There's nothing you can do about it anymore. Frank Toysvis, but he was... Talking to the Talmidim of Rav. This was a telegram that came, right? Came from Yerushalayim to Bnei Brak. See, right? In Bnei Brak, the Minig's like that. But Yerushalayim, the Minig was not that way. In Surah, the Minig was Rav. And over there, the Minig was Mivat Lino So why is he telling Dagom in Surah? So Taisvis has a Doichik. Taisvis says, you have to say, But even though it's Pashit, Shmuel knew that he was talking to Surah. And he knew what really the Oilam and Surah needed to hear. But Shmuel wasn't going to say that. Shmuel did not want to say something that w- went against what he believed, and therefore Shmuel almost misleadingly told the Oilam and Rav that even though in your world you can probably look into it and maybe we can knock out this whole Shaila, could be this is all dead on arrival, but Lamai said that would have been against what he believed, and he did not want to go against what he believed. That could be Lulay de Mistafina, I'll tell you a different shot. The Gemara said that in Surah, the Minigwas, Mivatlin and Kala. In the Hardah, the Minig was Loi Mivatlin and Kala. Why? What's the Pshat? Why in Surah did they do it one way and in the Hardah they did it the other way? If you look at the Rosh, right here on Argamara, it's in Perakamagarish, it's Simon Yod Aleph. So the Rosh says like this Viroisi Beferish Rabbeinu Hananel. I saw in the name of Rabbeinu Hananel. Shakosav, who wrote the following Asravasoninu, Besura Mikri Amri. He said the reason they were different in Hagim was because in Surah, people were mikri va'amri. People would spread rumors sometimes without thinking too much. Meaning people were very quick to pull the trigger when it came to saying something about somebody else. 
Thus, rumors very often were frivolous. And because of the frivolous nature of the rumor, Hilkoch mevatlin and kolos, said Rabbeinu that wasn't the way people physically were. And therefore, they were mevatul kail in the harda. Says the Rosh, Mashma. If that's the case, it sounds like that really there was never a machloikis. Everyone always agreed that sometimes you're mevatel and sometimes you're not. What does it depend on? If there's a place where people are more careful before they spread rumors, meaning there's really no machloikis. That's, Rabbein, that's the Rosh's understanding of Rabbi Nuchanan, and the Rosh asks Rabbi Nuchanan from the Sugi Tamash that way. From the Sugi, it sounds like there's a Machloikis. Abu Rabbi Nuchanan was Megalitas, that really there was never a Machloikis in the Sugi. And really, it all depended on Mekoymois. And the reason it depended on Mekoymois is because there's some places where people used to, the rumors were more whatever. As a result, Mevatlin and Kala. Other places, it was not that way. So you ready for something that only the Chsam Seifer could say? So he says like this He says, Kenira from the Gemara. In Surah, people would sometimes talk about other people where it was mamish, it was shtosan. And therefore, their minig was mevatlin and kala. In Arda, it wasn't like that. Why would it have been different? He said, because who was the Mar the Asra in Surah? It was Rav. Who was the Mar the Asra in Arda? It was Shmuel. What do we know about Rav? So we know a lot of things about Rav. But the Rambam says in Hilchiz is, Amru al Rav, Talmid Rabbeinu HaKadosh, Shiloh Yisach Sicha Betele Kol Yomav. So he said, that Rav never spoke Sicha Betelo. And because Rav never spoke Sicha Betelo, so his Talmidim, his Chassidim, his Kehila, they never learned properly how to be careful when it comes to speaking Sicha Betelo. And they weren't so iskarbet in their Sicha Betelo. And sometimes they would speak Sicha Betelo and they would spread a coil even though the coil really had no pshat. Shmuel spoke Sicha Betelo. And you know what came about from Shmuel speaking Sicha Betelo? The Olam had Chinuch and had to speak Sicha Betelo. And therefore, Ba'asri the Shmuel is a whole different Anaga. Unbelievable. Rav's Talmidim had no Chinuch and had to speak Sicha Betelo. You need Chinuch and had to speak Sicha Betelo. So if you have a Rebbe that never speaks Sicha Betelo, how are you supposed to know how to speak Sicha Betelo? So you come up with it on your own. You know what you end up with? You're spreading rumors about people. But when you're Mechunuch and had to speak Sicha Betelo, this is so powerful. So then already, Dalim knows you don't speak Lashon you don't, you're not spreading rumors. I mean, the Chamsoy says this. He adds in that Rav not only didn't speak Sikha Betelo, but Chazal say he means the Medrash that talks about the Asura Mil, the Chasidas of Rav, that he never looked outside of his Dalanamas. He throws this in here. It's me'inyan le'inyan ba'isa'inyan. And as a result, the Talmidim of Rav were mechunach. But the Talmidim of Shmuel were very much mechunach. And that's why Ba'asri the Rav Koyal didn't really mean anything. And that's why Mavatlin and Kolo. Or Ba'asri the Shmuel, maybe that's the Teres of Taiskasha. Taiskasha, Talmidim of Rav sent a Shiloh to Shmuel. And they wanted to know, Yilamdeinu Rabbeinu, we had this whole Shiloh. So Zoktor, what did Shmuel mean? So Shmuel meant that go look into the coil and be Mavatl the Kolo. But Shmuel holds like mevatlin and kolah. Frank Toys was sorrying Godel. He's talking to Rav, but Asri the Rav. Yeah, but he was talking to Rav after the Ptira of Rav. How do you know Rav wasn't alive? Because why are they sending the Shiloh to Shmuel? They sent from Rav a Shiloh to Shmuel because the Rebbe wasn't alive. As I stated, we showed him. It's Pasha. That's Pasha Pshat. Because Rav wasn't alive. If Rav wasn't alive, so who's the Mar the Asri and Surah? 
It's not Rav. And being that it's not Rav, so at this point you don't have a Rebbe who's Roy Sachsich Betela. Now the oil will be Mechonach. Now the Allah is going to be Loy Mevatlinu Kala. And that's why Shmuel wasn't comfortable telling him a Psak, a Mevatlinu Kala, even though that was because that was the Minigan Surah, Tavka, when Rav was the Marad Asra. But once Shmuel was the Marad Asra, at that point, that wasn't going to be the Allah anymore. Again, this is Mamish, something only the Heilig Chsam Soifer could say. Carrots the place was kasha based on Rabbeinu Hanano and uh, a hashkafa, a yusoid nifla, and we will stop here.